This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What's up, everyone? How are you guys and gals doing this morning? Sad news in the biker world. Sad news, especially in the club world. Insane Throttle wants to send out our deepest condolences out to Shaggy and the almighty Invader Nation on the loss of Solo. If you don't know who the Invaders are, Something's wrong with you because they're some of the most old school, traditional clubs around. And those old timers over there at the uh, Invaders uh, Motorcycle Club, all the knowledge that they they pass on to the guys in their club, it is, uh, you know, deeply saddening to hear the passing of the old timers and the graybeards, especially over at the Invaders. So, again, our condolences go out to Shaggy and the Invaders Nation for their loss on Solo. Today, we're going to be talking about this stupid article and sometimes i really do see a lot of stupid articles that you know i try to push to the side until it gets me aggravated the more i go down in the article see what i do is i'll skim it and when i skim it I'm looking to see if there's any stuff that is of value to my listeners and stuff And usually when you hear about these property ofs and all that kind of stuff and the way the media wants to portray it, you kind of say to yourself, you know what, it's getting old. We know that isn't the case on how people get treated within clubs, but because a few women, if you will, who were not happy in clubs, start going to the media and bashing them. Now, I'm not saying that everybody who comes forward is wrong or any of that. That's not my place to judge that. What I do know is, for example, a lot of the women that wear the property of Patch are women that is directly attached to the member, meaning their wives, a longtime girlfriend, And depending on the bylaws, whatever else they got going around. So I ask you, would anybody, would any man let their wife be treated like dirt? Would any man let their girlfriend be treated like dirt the way this media 
portrays it. Now, the article I got is out of DailyMail.com. I think it's a UK paper. I don't know. To me, it's more like a damn, man. It's like a tabloid the way it reads. But they claim to have an exclusive on how bikey women over in Australia are treated. And it's the same old stuff. You can put a biker uh, and bikey, whatever you want to do it. You can, you know, the, the media here in the U.S. does the same thing with the property of over here. And it is changing times, I guess. Because they're putting a spin on it from 2022. When that isn't the case whatsoever, what they're trying to push. There is a difference between your wife, girlfriend, or say a patch chaser. If you don't know what a patch chaser is, then you've never been around a club. The patch chasers do everything and anything they can to get in with that club and eventually get that property of patch. So when you hear stuff like this, and I'm going to take you to the article right now. They claim exclusive. Inside the secret world of bikey women who are gang property. For one, property of is not property of the club in general. Property of means she belongs to a specific member. And those property of patches have saved more women than not. Get that newspapers, get that media, them patches have saved women. So for you to go out and put on blast a tradition within the MC scene because you're uneducated, you're ignorant of what this means. Hell, a lot of these women are mothers and they're sisters. Each of both we have as men. So we're not going to let them be treated like crap. But I do know the reason why you're upset. Because women cannot gain membership within a club. It's a man's deal. Now there's clubs for women. There's clubs for freaking, uh, you know, men and women together, whatever you want to call it. There are those clubs. But diamond clubs don't allow that. And you're upset with that. That's why you push the narrative that you push. Have less status than motorbikes. As the absurd rules they're forced to obey are revealed. And this is written by a Candace Sutton. Which I would ask you, why don't you... Reach out to me, and I'll give you some education on this type of subject, because obviously you're inserting your views into this piece. Absurd. To you it may be absurd, but to most of the women that put on that patch, they're very proud of it. Very proud of it. You go and say they have less than a status for motorcycle than a motorcycle. Come on, really? Do you really believe that? Yeah, we kid around about that stuff. But that isn't the case. I know jokes ain't uh, allowed anymore, are they? 
Now let's see some of your main bullet points because I'm not going to go and, you know, go down this whole damn thing because it's craziness if you ask me. Biker women are regarded the property of their man and have to obey the rules. Duh. When you get into a society as MCs, it's its own subculture and has its own rules that everybody abides by. Now, granted, a lot of people don't like tradition anymore, but that's the way it is. And the reason why a lot of women wear the property of patch is because if they're out in the open, people know, hey, she's taken. A lot of clubs are even getting away from the property patches and going ladies of and stuff like that with the changing of the times. But you won't even be happy with that, now will you? Women are excluded from gang membership and are lower status than motorbikes. There that is. There that is. Of course they know they can't become members. There's different kind of clubs that they can become members of. But you throw this gang stuff around like you know what you're talking about. You know, you claim they have an exclusive on the inside the secret world of biker women who are gang property. You are hearing from people, again, that are probably upset. They either were thrown out by the old man and told not to come around again. Because when these women do get around, our wives and girlfriends, they love it. It's a family to them. So when they don't get to be a part of that anymore, they get a little salty. After a breakup, the biker determines how long before she can date a new man. That's BS. That's BS. And you know it. That is not how it works. Once you break up, see ya. Now there is a bro code. You know, you're not going to go to another member because all that does is hurt the club. But he, he ain't out there and saying, oh, you can't go date Joe Plummer. Or you can't go out there and, you know, date a whitetail yuppie. He ain't out there doing that. So that's a bold-faced lie right there. Whoever told you that's wrong. Somewhere, uh, Jack is saying they're a property of their biker. Yes, they do. That's the whole point, isn't it? Court documents allege females subjected to sex assault don't tell police. Again, I don't know any man that's going to do let anything happen to their women. Don't know any man that's going to let that happen. That wears the property of. Again, there's past chasers and they're doing what they want to do. But don't throw it on the members and don't throw it on the property of patch. One biker forcibly tattooed his wife's stomach with his ownership of her. <laughs> there are some men out there that are pieces of shit. That's what I can tell you on that. That doesn't mean everybody does that stuff. And then uh, modern biker wives look uh, glamorous in designer gear, but still can't join clubs. So by the way you're looking at it, is you're saying 
that just because they were glamorous, they should be able to join the club? No, come on. This is basically out of ignorance that this article is being written. Now, there is stories upon stories about the old fellas and what used to go on. But there was an evolution within the club scene that doesn't happen anymore. And even back then when it did, it was the past chasers. I know it's hard to believe that. But because of your ignorance on the subject and not reaching out to a club to get their side of the story or somebody who knows what the subject is about, then it's all innuendo on your part. That's all it is. You're taking a word of a few and putting an article together and putting what you think is going on. That right there is a sad state of affairs. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel, and don't forget to like and subscribe over on Motorcycle News, my other channel. Great stuff over there. We're going to be talking about uh, bikes that are easy to customize over at 5 p.m. Central on the other channel. Link in the description box. We'll be right back with China Dow. Rock on. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello, little froggy. Yes, I'm lonely.
showtime, everyone. We got our sickly beast back with us today. Boy, was she sick yesterday. My God, I couldn't even get you up. You were so messed up. Hey, it happens sometimes. I sorry. You sorry, huh? Uh-huh. Everybody missed the show because of you. I sorry. I'm back. How Bye. you feeling today? Uh, a little sore still. A little tired. Well, that's what happens when you use a vibrator all night. I did not. You're <laughs> so full of crap. I don't know if I am or not, man. I don't know you. You're a freak. I haven't touched that thing in a while. Well, it happens. It happens. But you're feeling better today. I am. I'm. Well, I'm here. Well, you're here, huh? Well, it, it sounds like you don't want to be here. You're like all mono t- monotone and stuff. I'm not monotone. Yes, you are. Guess what? What? I have a little head. You do have a little head. <laughs> you do have a little head, I gotta admit, but your sides and your back are getting a little long. Yeah, I know. I gotta, you know, you have a good air do and y'all screw it up all the time. How am I screwing it up? Because you don't take care of it. You're so rude. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's hump day today, isn't it? Hump day. Oh my God. My days are getting mixed up now. Yeah. You know, all day yesterday, I thought it was Monday. What do you think about uh, what I said earlier about this property of stuff? I think that story really got uh, really got to me. It, it it pissed me off. Maybe because it was the Daily Mail or just the way it's always a woman that writes about the stuff. It's never a man and they never reach out to anybody to get the real information. Well, my question would be is she even is she just speaking off the cuff or well, she did she ever wear one? No, she's a reporter for the UK. So, in other words, she's never worn a property of patch. And probably never been around a club. So, what the hell? She don't know what she's talking about. I, to be honest, have never, <laughs> I've never seen anyone tag their old lady. No. That's wearing a property of. And the ones that. that do, they're assholes. I mean, I she, I don't know where she got her info. Unless she wants the tattoo, that's one thing. If she wants it, then that yeah, that's totally one thing. But if she don't want it, he ain't gonna just tag her. And I guarantee the ones that were talking to her were patch chasers. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. How did you like the patch chasers? Oh, I hated them. They were funny, weren't they? I picked on them. I didn't care. They were the first ones who would drop to their knees, weren't they? Yeah. Every time. Oh, my God. They were terrible. And they weren't even that pretty either. Sorry. They weren't. Maybe that's why they weren't attached to anybody, because they weren't pretty. They were not very good looking. No. Uh-uh. You know You know what patch chasers remind me of? What? Lot lizards. There's not many of those around anymore. I no, hear. I'm just saying. Because I actually asked my brother that, because he's an over-the-road truck driver. I was like, hey, man, you getting any freaking hum-hums on the side over there, man, when you stop? Well, he goes, it's not like that anymore. I guess things have changed No, you know why it's not like that anymore? Why? Because he brings his girlfriend on the road with him. No, yeah. one time he did that. More than once. If you're a truck driver out there, <laughs> if you go over the road, let me know about this lot lizard situation. I do know uh, when I used to hear from the old guys, lot lizards, they weren't too pretty. They weren't too pretty at all. No, because they're probably all crackheads and meth heads. That's what I heard. 
Why are you so judgmental? I don't know. I hate when people, okay, I hate when people write stories about shit they know nothing about. Well, welcome to the media. Yeah, well, it's stupid. Ignoramus, she should have contacted somebody that actually wore one. But they don't do that. The me- See, I the last couple of weeks I've been concentrating on educating people about the news. Because, mm. let's be frank, everybody goes to independent creators now. Nobody trusts the bastards. Well, that's because independent creators do their research. They do their research and they're not afraid to give, well, they're supposed to give both sides the independence. But with the media, they do not do that. See, there was the Twitter files being released last Friday. And everybody was wondering why it was taking so long for the tweets to come out. And it happened to be because of a lawyer, James Baker. Well, it ended up being a guy who was an FBI agent who was involved in all the BS against Trump. And he was mentioned in these Twitter files and he was trying to hide it. So Musk said, fuck you, you're out. But he wants to become a platform for information. So when you look at these type of stories as a biker, you are supposed to see through the bullshit. But a lot of people don't see through bullshit. When this property of story came out, it did. You know, because I see it all the time. I see these type articles, but this one in general pissed me off. Because do you know one thing she said? What? That these women get in designer clothes, they look real good, and they're still not allowed to join. It's a damn man's club, man. Okay, for, that's a for, reason to let them join. For one, I don't know any old lady that wears designer clothes. I'd, I, I don't. Well, obviously, I guess they're doing it in Australia, which okay, whatever. But I that also, still don't give them a, an opportunity to be a part of the club. I also don't know any old lady that's wearing a property of patch that wants to be a member. Most don't. I mean, you might have a handful that think, and a lot of them. I do just as much as y'all, and a lot of them them. don't come around that much. No, but when they do, they wear their patches and they're proud of them. And I don't like when a media, especially a libtard, comes out (laughs) and denigrates everybody because they're sitting in their New York or LA office. Like most of these reporters do. They think they're better than us. And pass judgment on something they don't know. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the world though? It is. It's how the world has become. There are so many people out there doing news reports on things they have no clue about. And it makes me curious on you trying to just do it for the views. I mean, what are you doing? You you have no clue what you're talking about. What was funny? Do your research before you do something like that. Yeah, do your research. But it was funny. They wanted, and it got shot down, thank God, that the big media wanted a cut of all the social media news articles. Mm -hmm. That would have put a lot of independent creators out of business, that law. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't passed, but the audacity 
of them trying to pull that bullshit is messed up. And you know why they tried to pull that shit? Because nobody is watching them anymore. Nobody is listening to them anymore. They no longer had the control that they used to have. And thus, the reason why people go to Stixenheimer or Tim Pool or Charlie Kirk, they go to them because they get a full story. When's the last time you read a news article without having to do it up for the show? What do you mean? When's the last time you actually sat down Mm -hmm. and read a news article from a news media association? Well, I read a lot of them for the show. I'm talking not ones that aren't for the show. Yeah, I don't. You don't because you don't want to hear how many times you watch the news. I don't. And why is it? it? Because you already know they're bullshitting. Well, not just the bullshit. And it's like, I'm tired of just hearing all the sad crap. Hmm. there's never anything they don't ever on the actual news news when you watch it on tv they never have anything good to say nothing positive well if it bleeds it leads that's the way it's always been which is disgusting though it is you you gotta give out good news i mean yeah even like when we do news on our show here a lot of them are bad news bad news but goofy news usually but at the same time you try to give an opinion based on fact and not by innuendo like this article came out and said. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of them are mothers. A lot are freaking sisters, daughters. You think anybody's going to let that happen to them like they say it does? No, not at all. So that's what infuriates everything. And the media has this thing with bikers. They don't like bikers at all. I don't think they ever have. You're looking at, remember when the COVID was going down mm-hmm. and Sturgis went ahead and did their thing? Yeah, it was all of a sudden it was Sturgis, all because of Sturgis that COVID was spreading. And they were bashing hardcore on bikers. And guess what? That wasn't the case. No, they lied their asses off. Come on, Fauci just went under freaking oath and he was all bad. It's bad. That little fucking troll. Uh, but anyway... People don't be like being lied to time after time after time. Mm-mm. And the reason why you see a lot of these media outlets now downplaying the Twitter files is because they were a part of the scam. They don't want you to know that. And if you would have seen some of the responses in these emails from the Democrats, you would shit your pants. Like they said, there's limits to the First Amendment. As long as you're pushing your narrative, right? That right there is a d- direct assault on freedom. Yeah, but did you ever notice, like, okay, like, because we have actual newspapers at work that mm-hmm. people actually still buy. Yeah, but do they sell out? Never. Never. How many newspapers do you actually sell? At the most, we get two different kinds. Mm-hmm. We will sell one of each. And we usually get six of each newspaper. So we're throwing out ten papers every day. And you only sell one or two? We sell exactly two. And it's because it's the two. older people, right? It is. 
there's two papers, two customers that come in. One will get the USA Today. You got that the, right, uh, Lawrence. One will get USA Today, and the other one will get um, Rockford Register Star. Mm. Other than that, it's rare. The only day that we sold a crap ton of papers was the one, was for Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Because they have all the advertisements in it. Right. That's the only day. Like, we got 150... No, 160 Black Friday newspapers, and we threw away 45. So what's that telling you? Well, yeah, they're getting a lot of their news from digital. Yeah, but at the same time, they get tired of all the lies and the freedom of the press. You would think that they would have scoffed at such a statement from the Democrats. There's limits to the First Amendment, but now they're just state TV. That's all they are. That's not freedom. If I hear customers talking about specific things like during the day at work, I go Google it and look it up myself if I really want to know about it. But I don't go with just one story. If I get four or five stories that pop up about that same thing that they were discussing, I read all of them. To the reason, differences of opinion. The reason why this is so important because today we're going to be talking about freedom. Yes. And it is December 7th right now. Yes. This is the day that Roosevelt said would live in infamy. This is the day we were attacked by the Japanese at Pearl Harbor. And the call to duty after that attack out of our country was phenomenal. We had 18-year-old kids fighting that war. But what's an 18-year-old do today? Sit at home, play video games, or play on their phone. And cry and whine about being politically correct. Yeah, and, and also cry and whine about how they're owed everything. But we had back then a different breed that believed in patriotism believed in fighting the back against evil, died in Europe, died throughout the Pacific. But there was many people slaughtered at Pearl Harbor because those sneaky slant eyes. So we are supposed to take our freedom very serious. But we don't do that anymore. Like you, do you ever feel like you got to hold back on what you want to say? I try not to. I mean, when I'm at work, I kind of bite my tongue a little bit. Because Why? I'm, because I'm at work. Okay, let's take work out of the equation. Actually, I just like to... Uh, I like to speak my mind because I mean, yeah, I'm, but I'm do allowed you to hold back sometimes. Is that true freedom to express yourself? It is supposed to be true freedom to be able to express yourself. What do you consider freedom? What do I consider? Freedom? Yeah, what do you consider freedom? Stop playing with your nipples. This ain't that kind of show. I wasn't. I was itching my rib cage. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? You're stupid. And I'd like that answer in the <laughs> comment section or chat room right now. 
what do you consider to be freedom? Freedom to me is being able to think and speak and do whatever you feel is right. Wow, that was a great answer from somebody with a little head. <laughs> that was a beautiful answer. And to add to that answer, I would say without government interference. But now, all of a sudden, we have all kinds of governmental and. In- uh, interference. We got people that are actually at the government trying to say, well, misinformation, we got to stop it online. They think we're dumb. We're not good enough to be able to make our own decisions to know if this is misleading or not. It's not their job to tell us that. And it sure to hell ain't their job to censor it. Right now, Google is freaking out because they got a case at the Supreme Court which I hope hopefully they lose on section 230 because then they're screwed. But there you shouldn't have any kind of speech censored whatsoever, especially in one direction. Because when you become a state sponsor of ter- uh, uh, media, that's what you are as a commie. That ain't freedom. Mm-mm. That ain't what our people sacrificed their lives for in all these wars. And it sure to hell wasn't what these boys sacrificed their lives for at Pearl Harbor. So I let's take that point by point. The well, freedom to express yourself the way you want. Well, do you want to know what... Okay. The freedoms guaranteed by the First Amendment of the United States. Here is exactly what it states. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and and to petition the government for a redress of grievances Mm -hmm. that's what it specifically well let's take that point by point that's the first amendment right yeah freedom of the press freedom of the press it prohibits the government from interfering with the printing and distribution of information or opinions oh opinions i feel that okay here's an example when i was in college the students made a paper But because of the way that they were voicing their opinions, the college itself told them that they could no longer make that paper. So, of course, they did it underground and behind everyone's back. Underground papers and underground news is the best news around. And what's funny is when you read that, you got to remember there's no corporations back then. The people were the news. when When I used to read that, I mean, it would talk about the school. It would talk about teachers. It would talk about the policies at the college, this, this, and that. And it was actually a good way to learn the truth. But at the same time, you understand what I'm coming from. It wasn't the corporations that were given news. It was regular Joes. Yeah. It was just regular everyday people. Like the New York Post, uh, I believe it was Alexander Hamilton or Ben Franklin that started the New York Post. That was censored 
from putting out the Hunter Biden story, which would have changed the 2020 election. So I take the First Amendment very serious because what I do. Well, you have to. I mean, I get it. Everybody has the right to their opinion. And I believe everybody. And the government's not supposed to control and I be- it. And I believe that everybody should be able to voice their opinion, whether it's on social media, like Facebook or whatever. Morning, Mike. Or on the news or in a newspaper without the government stepping in or like, you know, with YouTube, without YouTube censoring what you're talking about or not allowing your show to be put up on YouTube because of what you were discussing. That's that's YouTube blocking freedom of speech. What's well with these Twitter files, what they discovered was the government was trying to pull posts down, especially the Joe Biden campaign and the DNC were trying to pull posts down that they didn't like. The government cannot get involved in that. That's a First Amendment violation. If you don't like it, don't read it. If well, that's what adults like do. It, don't watch it. Well, yeah, we used to have that saying if you don't like it, turn the channel. That's just like me. You don't like me? Go turn the fucking channel like I care. Go watch somebody else. Exactly. But you can't have government telling uh, these social media companies what they can and cannot do. And then these journalists, they give up their right to the First Amendment. Because you're nothing but state-sponsored at that time. And that's not what that First Amendment was supposed to be about. Exactly. Especially when it says, is opinion in the First Amendment? Does it say opinion? Yeah. It says... Especially for like freedom of the press, it says distribution of information or opinions. So right there, it's embedded in, (laughs) and it's the number one because they were getting shut down by the British back then. Anything you said against the crown could get you killed. And I see absolutely nothing wrong with people voicing their opinion. Are you going to agree with your people, other people's opinions all the time? No, but most of the time you're not, but see, that's what makes a good discussion and it makes you think, and it makes you think more about your opinion to what they just, I mean, it just, it brings out more conversation. And Duke just said it right. The only thing for evil to succeed is for good men to do nothing. And I think that's why independent creators have the media nervous because they're getting called out. They're losing their power. And that was never the intent of the First Amendment. The intent was to hold your government accountable, not to take sides. And when you try to push out bullshit to the general public, you're pieces of shit. Do you know why we're so divided in this country? Why a lot of us hate each other? It's because of the media. Because I was just going to say, because the media and the press. The media pushes an ideology on people and they divide the country. Now, when Pearl Harbor happened, everybody was together. Just like September 11th, everybody was together. 
we got news. That's just like CNN. <laughs> okay, the Clinton News Network. There was a time when you could go to that channel and get equal down the middle news reporting where they were some of the best journalists in the media. Now they're crap because they want to go opinion based. That ain't news. And when there is truthful news out there, they try to suppress it. Mm -hmm. Come on, people. We had a story that could have changed the 2020 election, but the people at the campaign uh, the FBI, there are some, you know what, FBI, there's some crooked son of a bitches that got involved that shouldn't have been involved. Oh, you might get censored right there. Yeah, I might get censored. <laughs> I might. That's why I'm glad this goes on the podcast platforms, because I don't get censored over there. But without the First Amendment, we be China right now, Russia right now. And the right to assemble, that means the protest. Yes, the next one actually is freedom of assembly. Sometimes used interchangeably with the freedom of association is the individual right to come together and collectively express, promote, pursue, and defend common interests. Which means if you're going to go protest, if it's peace peacefully... Mm -hmm. Now, we're not the, talking about Antifa or BLM. If it's a peaceful protest, even if there's picket signs and whatever else that people do, they should be able to have the human right to do that. You should. You'd air your grievances to the government. And we, the people, lead the government. You know, I was so irritated because usually what happens before, you know, I come on air is I'm looking at stuff all over the internet as far as news is concerned. Yeah. And Time Magazine, guess who their freaking person of the year is? Oh, Lord, who? Not Elon Musk. Not Ron DeSantis. The two that really did some major stuff. But that damn Zelensky in Ukraine. How many... And you know what? They just blocked it in the committee about an amendment that was, you know, Mar uh, Marjorie uh, Taylor Green wanted about having an audit of all these billions of dollars we sent this guy. Because $20 billion is unaccounted for. But Time Magazine made him the person of the year. I am so sick of that guy. Dude's going to end up getting us into a nuclear war. You watch. But hey, time has its right to do that. There's a reason why free speech was number one in our Constitution, a Bill of Rights. Yeah, and since Time Magazine has the right to do that, you have the choice to purchase or not purchase or read it or not read it. Exactly, but they're trying to take our right to do that away and you know a lot of people since we're since you brought up time magazine a lot of people like okay when i'm at the grocery store 
and you see all the magazines at you know near the register mm. or even at like Walgreens or whatever and the magazines are all right there. Mm. That there ha- used to be that kind of. Are they not still there? Only in a few. Like I see it. Like when I go to Myers, they have them. So right even there. magazines are going they're, extinct. They're going extinct, also. But I base it on purchasing a magazine by what I read on the cover. Mm-hmm. Well, that's their intent, you know. And it's like, nope, nope. I don't care about any of that. You know, I don't want that one. Oh, that one looks interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But it's, could you imagine living in a time before the Revolutionary War of where you couldn't get a say? It was all about the crown. You couldn't assemble the way you wanted to assemble. People don't think that way anymore. The gifts that this country, get, you know, the founders gave us and then the CDs left this little bastards trying to get their statues taken down. Oh, we don't want our school named Thomas Jefferson anymore because he had slaves. That's the way the freaking world worked back then. Oh, that's even in the Bible. Even our high school, they didn't, they wanted to change the name. And that ain't happening. And it didn't happen. Because people were like, hell no around here. Yeah. You know, because it's named after an Indian. It's insanity. That in Chicago, they defaced Abraham Lincoln's statue. Hey, without him, even though he's a prick, that he, you know, installed martial law throughout the the Civil War. A lot of people don't understand that part. He still did the free to slaves. So why the hell are you going to debase him? Because they're ignorant. Because they only listen to one side of the story. And these little pricks are going to cost us the First Amendment. And they don't even know it. When you get the government involved, especially a police agency like the FBI, you're looking for trouble. And you say the right to assembly, motorcycle clubs. They have the right to do what they want to do. But you have the FBI, DOJ, List them as criminal organizations. That's bullshit. That's the same thing that Britain done to the founders when they were assembling. And as far as motorcycle clubs are concerned, it's not the club that's criminal. They might have one or two members that might be. Well, I say that all the time, but I'm saying, how is it you're having the right to assemble them when you have to have eyes in the back of your head when you have a run because you got cops everywhere. Yeah. I wish clubs would sue the shit out of the DOJ and say, you know what? Enough of this gang bullshit. I wish they would. Bikers have the right to do a run or a rally without any interference. Just like towns do pub crawls. God forbid, uh, you know, BLM or Antifa gets, uh, looked at they sit there crying like little bitches that they are mm-hmm. that's exactly what they are and them little whiners are gonna cost a lot of bullshit and the reason why they don't like the second amendment is because they want to take away your first amendment you dummies but people don't think that way mm-hmm. so let me ask you this huh very serious question okay 
you're an 18 year old kid. Okay. You are storming the beaches of Normandy right now. Mm -hmm. And get this in your head, everybody. You know, imagine what I'm going here. I'm going to take you through a scenario. You're storming right now. You got bullets and bombs flying all over you. You're thinking about home. You're thinking about surviving. You're thinking about what you're doing there. And next thing you know, you get shot in the head and you die. Was that death worth it for what's going on in this country now? Ouch! No. Explain. Was his death worth it? With what this country's doing now? No. Because going to war is not stopping whatever's going on in the world. No, I'm and talking it's not about proving a purpose. Okay, you come from that angle, but I'm talking about an 18-year-old kid that's storming right now because you have an evil bastard in Germany, and then you have an evil emperor in Japan that want to take over world dominance, that want to take your freedoms away, <coughs> and you're going out there to fight for those freedoms, and you end up getting shot and killed. At the time, it was worth it. Because you were protecting the freedom, you were protecting the values of the United States. But look what they're doing to it now. They're throwing it away. They don't care about the First Amendment. They don't care about the Second. They don't care about the Fourth. But we had 18-year-old kids giving their lives on them beaches. And that died. For these rights. Their freedom died when they died. So... It should infuriate everybody the way this country's turning out right now. It seems to me like, and, and I've never been in the military, so I don't know. I know a lot of people that have, but it seems like when you go to the military and you're fighting for the, the United States freedoms, I hate to say it, but it doesn't seem like it's working. It's it's too broken. No, this okay. Let's step back. You're here. Yeah. You're enjoying the right to assembly. You're enjoying the right to speak your mind. Yeah. But if that cocksucker in Germany would have won, it wouldn't have been like that. So that kid gave his life so you could have free speech right now. Right. But you have people that want to take that away. Now you have people that are trying to program you to think their way and not having another opinion. That's where I said, was that kid's death worth it? If this is what's, if this is what he fought for and died for was freedom and it's being misused by people now, then his death wouldn't have been worth it. It's not worth it. Because if you're going to be sending all these young young kids and, and young men over to anywhere to fight for all these freedoms, then the government needs to stop taking everybody's freedoms away. If that It's defeating the purpose of what everybody's fighting for. Mm -hmm. It's like 
That the, doesn't that make you sick that people, we lost all those kids? The people are fighting in wars and whatnot for the freedom of the United States and all the freedoms that we are given. But yet the government is fighting against those people that are fighting in the wars and making it a wash. Like, what is the point? Why are you going to go fight for the United States to get all your freedoms? When and the, then when the, United State, when the United States doesn't even give a shit. I mean, this is my opinion. The United States does not give a shit about your freedoms to begin with. They don't mm. want you to even have them. Screw plan playbook. I catch myself yelling out loud, even in public, saying men and women, young and old, died, gave their lives for our freedom. And yes, for what is going on now, current Hollywood, it does make me angry. It should make everybody angry. Indeed. When you have an FBI agent over there trying to censor a news story that would have changed elections, you're damn right people should be pissed. And I get so tired of hearing these damn leftists, well, we got to save our democracy. No, a democracy according to you and your socialist plans. It's not according to that kid that died on the beaches or in the, you know, the forest, the, the Battle of the Bulge or, in, you know, all over. Europe and in Japan, you know, all over the Pacific East. That's not freedom. That's not democracy of what you're trying to do. You're trying to brainwash people. And the news gave up their rights. You got some other, in you know what? She pulled out a very interesting freaking article here. Very interesting. Well, you got the freedom of religion. Is the freedom of an individual or community in public or private to manifest religion or belief in teaching, practice, worship, and observance? We have that freedom here in the United States. You go to China, uh-uh, ain't happening. You can get thrown in jail if you go and bring a damn Bible into North Korea or Iran or something like that. Just think about that. They'll kill you if you bring a Bible into their country. But here, you can worship whoever you want to worship. You don't worship dog shit. If that's your thing. If that's your thing, you get to worship it. But it's because of the First and Second Amendment that you can do that. And it's because of that kid that died at Pearl Harbor on this day. All them years ago that you get to do that. And I hate when people's lives are taken for granted. I hate that. Continue. To the next one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Freedom of expression. This includes freedom of speech, of the press, of association, of assembly, and petition, this freedom doesn't extend to the expression that defames, causes panic, creates fighting words. Now, that's Inc according to the Supreme Court. Incites people. Not the Constitution. Incites people to crime, creates sedition, or obscene. Oh, sedition. There's one. They called January 6th sedition. I called it bullshit. That wasn't a, a, a sedition. 
If you wanted to see a sedition, you'd be seeing states going to say fuck you right now. That was a protest, but it's all right for BLM and Antifa to burn down cities all over the place. Go uh, ahead. What? Go ahead. The next one? Yeah. Which comes to the one that I wanted to save specifically for last, which is the freedom of speech. It is the right of people to express their opinion publicly without governmental interference. Yeah, I can go out there and fly my Confederate flag if I want. The right doesn't extend to hate speech, advertising, child pornography, and few other instances. Now, let me ask you something there. That was from a Supreme Court decision. Mm -hmm. But is that what the Constitution says? The Constitution says what? You should have the right to express yourself. Yeah. But over time, the Supreme Court <coughs> has changed our Constitution. You want to end the gun debate? You want to end the debate on the Second Amendment? Damn, Supreme Court needs to come out point blank instead of using other bullshit words. Yes, you have the right to have a gun. Simple. But they won't do it. Yes, you have a right to speak your mind wherever you want to go. No matter how unpopular it is, you have a right to do it. That's what the Constitution says. Over these 200 and something years, one court has decided what is right and wrong as far as the Constitution is concerned. You have two type of judges, one that believe in what's written and ones that believe that's an evolving. You can't have a constitution that's evolving. You can't do it. That's just like these churches that try to put in modern day thinking when that has nothing to do with what the Bible says. They put their own interpretations down and they wonder why people don't like going to church. Like me. I used to love going to church. Not no more. I did I'd talk to old man upstairs myself. Don't need them. But you do have that freedom, and that kid died for that freedom. So when you see a lot of this stuff going on around the world, I can't stay or around this country, I get pissed. And everybody else should be. I know you get pissed sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, okay. I I mean, okay, as far as religion, I don't care what religion you are. Just be a just be a good person. I don't care. You want to be with hang out with Buddha or whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Do you sometimes do you when I get high, I hang out with Buddha. I hang out with Jesus and the old man himself when See, I get high. I mean, for real, it happens. It just happens. And as far as freedom of speech, you know, when you're in a work environment, I don't think you have the right to freedom of speech. And here's what I here's why. Here's why I think this. Because if your boss is saying things to you that you do not agree with and you argue back with your boss, your boss can turn around and fire you because you are freely speaking your opinion. Mhm. 
And I think that's bullshit. Well, that's why I tell everybody with your social media uh, profiles, don't ever. Don't ever let your coworkers or anything on there. No, never. And especially your boss, because it's none of their fucking business. Well, see, I have a plus there, because my boss has absolutely no social media. But they did. No, my last boss. They tried to get on your social media, Mm -hmm. and you said no. Yeah. And then got they got mad because I wouldn't let them. Because <laughs> but... in a situation like that, she could have been a leftist, which she is. At mm. anyway, and she wouldn't have liked some of the stuff you said. And if you didn't take it down, you would have got fired. Yeah. So do not put your bosses on your social media. Well, that's why I benefit from the boss I have now because she does not have social media of any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. It's like if she says something even at work that I disagree with, oh, yeah, I'll I'll speak my opinion. But in the back of my head, I'm like, shit, should I have said that? That's where you shouldn't be thinking that. That's why I like having no filter. Because I never have to feel like that. I'm not going to sit there and feel like somebody else can tell me the way to think. I don't care if I'm wrong or not. When I am wrong, at least I admit it. But at the same time, I'm not going to have anybody stump me. And I sure the hell ain't going to have a workplace uh, stump me. I'm not going to have their opinions uh, pushed on me because I'm afraid to get fired. And a lot of people have gotten fired over their jobs because of stuff they posted. Yeah. And keep your freaking bosses... That's the thing that I hate, and you do it sometimes. What? You bring your job home. You bring the problems of the boss home. One thing I do know about you is you work your little hiney off. You work your little head off. And when you have a day off... (laughs) You should not have calls being coming into you. It infuriates me because that's your day. That's you. You put in the work that you were supposed to put in. But then you get all these calls and it's like, dude, hit ignore. Fuck them. I won't, though. (laughs) And that causes other problems within the household because you don't. Yeah, well, a lot of that is because the everybody at the at my job knows that if they call me, I will come there and help them with whatever problem there is. Where if they contact my boss, like let's say they just text send her a t- if they send a text, she'll call and be like, "Well, what's going on?" That's none of your business because she doesn't want to go into the store. Where me, I will just go straight to the store. Hmm. Which is, you know, pain in the ass, but I do it. But the the curtail of your freedom of speech when your boss is online with you, that's where you start thinking in the back of your head, well, I can't say that because she's on here. Well, avoid it altogether and say, screw you. You're not going to be on my shit. Because you have the right to do that. Yeah, as far as all my social media goes, I only have one person from work on my social media. (laughs) And that's your choice. And that's it. 
And she's a coworker that. And you actually had it where your former boss said, take down your thing, take down something. Two things, actually. Yeah. One was our son was sitting in the back room waiting for me to get off work back when he used to walk me home from work. And he had my phone and he was going through some stuff. And then it was like five minutes to close and there was nobody in the store and a good song came on. So I turned the radio up and I was dancing behind the desk, front desk. And he's watching it on the cameras, on the monitor, on the desk in the back. So he started recording it. Mm -hmm. And all you could hear is him laughing. And that ain't none of her business. And he, since he was on my phone, he automatically put that on my Facebook page. Well, the next day, I got I got a message, text message from my boss, not the one now, but the one prior, to remove it because she says if she comments on it, then the district manager will see it. And I'm like, why was she on your Facebook? That well, that was back in the beginning before I. And then you took her off. Yeah, I blocked her. Because she had no right saying that. And then what does she do? She starts up a second page. And tries to get on. And tries to get on again. So then that same year, I went to our thing that we have here, Old Settlers Morning Day, Facebook. Old Settlers Days, which is our town huge party thing mm. with bands and all that stuff. And it was my day off. It was actually a requested day off because our daughter got tickets for one of the concerts and her and I went to the concert and I was drinking and I was dancing. So my daughter videotaped it and posted it on her Facebook page, but tagged me. So then it showed up on mine. Mm -hmm. Well, she saw that too. And I'm like, it's my day off. See, the problem with you is you're too nice. So then I had to block her second page. And, and that was the end of it. What do you, uh, how about you out in the uh, chat room? Do you allow your bosses on your social media? Or coworkers that will or show coworkers. your bosses what you're posting? See, I believe, see, that's always been a stickler for me is keeping uh, business and personal separate. You're just coworkers to me. Mm-hmm. It's not like, uh, you know, we're going to go out and party, party, party like we're best friends. Right. So uh, you don't need to be in my personal business. And like you said, if you have an employee on there, they can go and show the damn pe- boss. Oh, my God. Look what she posted today. And right well, on- you know, what's funny is there is there is one girl that does work there, but she's not on mine. But she is on one of the other coworkers. And the one that she's known for calling off sick a lot. So she'll post about it on her Facebook page. So then the little sneaky one goes and shows it to the boss. Mm -hmm. Look, I don't think she's sick. Look what she just posted on Facebook. Rattlesnake. No, I blocked them. That's the perfect thing. (coughs) Just block them because you don't want your personal business out there and you don't want your freedom to do like you dance on my day off being looked at. Uh, I'm on my day off. Leave me the hell alone. 
And I think more people need to stand up and say that. Mm-hmm. And if they think because you post something that ain't cool, they can fire you over that. Now, fight them. Fight them. You know, it's funny. I have. Do you know, a lot of jobs now, they will actually scan your social media before hiring you. And what you need to do is what's called block your account. They can no longer get your see your stuff. <laughs> they can't see nothing. And that's the privacy you need to do. And privacy you need to keep. Because as soon as you give your privacy away, you give your freedoms away. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that happening. So it was a good subject uh, as far as today's concerned. Yeah. December 7th, a lot of kids died. At Pearl Harbor, a lot of kids died in the fighting during World War II. A lot of guys died in Korea, Vietnam. Going all the way back through this history of this country for the freedom you're supposed to enjoy. So stop giving it up, people. I think that should be the main takeaway from this is don't give it away. Because people died for it. Hi. What's your takeaway? Don't let anybody don't let anybody interfere with you being you and being able to speak freely. Isn't that funny how people just give it away who they are as a person? Because if you can't speak your mind and voice your opinion, then you're basically being someone that you're not. And that ain't living. If and you got to be how, something you're not, that ain't living. That's not how you should live. That's not how anybody should live. Should live. They, they, you need to be able to be you and don't change for anybody. I don't care who they are. It's about time you learned that lesson. Yeah. It took you a while. Eh, it happens. <laughs> I grow up, but I do have something to say. What? Okay, I don't know if uh, Nitro's still on here or if Brat's still on here. Brat, I guess, is having surgery tomorrow. Ah, keep him in the old man up there. So, uh, I'm going to personally tell Brat and Nitro that Brat will be in my thoughts and prayers all day tomorrow. And I hope everything works out okay. And please keep us posted. Rock on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Give me some sugar, baby. I thought I saw a pretty cat. Boom, 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 boom. The zombies are taking over. WMMR DB Rockford. It's an end of an air. My heart is breaking because I loved, love sporties. I've had so many over the years. It's unbelievable. One of the biggest reasons why I loved the sporty was the ease of working on them and also the ease, the customization, man. It was beautiful. You You can build a sporty from aftermarket parts. My favorite year... 
my favorite year, I have to say it, or years, okay, let's put it years in there, was the 1990s, man, the evolution was beautiful, I love Evo, see, when I went out and I got my classic, the main reason I bought that sucker besides it had 12,000 miles on it, it was never rode, was because of the Evo motor. They're so easy to work on. You to like close your eyes and be able to work on one of these things. So when you match that with the Sporty, you're in heaven. The joy that it brings to you sitting out in your garage, drinking a beer, or smoking you a doobie, is unbelievable with this bike. So when Harley said, you know what, time to go, Evo type of sporty's gone, it's going bye-bye, we got to replace it with something that's liquid cool, we got to replace it with a god-awful design, kind of like a Buell and a sporty, you know, had sex together type of deal, a lot of us older guys were heartbroken because that's where you're, you know, we used to make the choppers out of them, used to make the bobbers out of them. It was just so, it's kind of like the FX or the XS uh, 650. You don't do anything with that damn thing. Make them whatever you want. Choppers, bobbers, same thing with Triumph, man. The old Triumph engines. The 77s and all that type of stuff. You are never going to be able to do that with a 2023 uh, with that, what has it got? The Revolution uh, Max in that sucker? You're never going to be able to freaking chop these things out. You know, I'm sure you might get somebody who might be able to, but it's not going to be bone stock that they're doing it from. They'll probably make their own frames and all that crap, but there is no way that they're going to be able to hit this the way they're talking about. The new generation wants this kind of stuff. But us old guys can cry and whine about it. Because it is a legacy. Nineteen, It's been a legacy since 1957. It was the go-to bike everybody that wanted to get a Harley went to. Now, I started on a 77 Bonnie, but at the same time, the first one became a Sporty. Because I lived in the city and it was easier to go in and out of traffic on the Sporty. So that's one of the main reasons I got it. But also, I loved, the, you know, I used to throw apes on the sucker. I used to freaking uh, beef up the motor. That was the fun deal. You go get yourself an 883 and you can go anywhere with it. Because the mold, the base was right there for it. Do I know what the hell Harley Davidson's thinking about getting, why they're getting rid of it, or why they went with this monstrosity above my pay grade? Again, I guess that's what these kids like nowadays. I, I guess. So, when Ryder Motorcycling, or Ryder Magazine, came out with this article, I had to jump on it. Because I really like the article. Because it does give some old school alternatives that you can purchase. Even though it's not going to be the sporty, but it gets you close to it. Evo Sportster, end of an era. God, I never thought I would say there would be an end of an era for the sporty. Never. And for those who bash on them. I don't know, man. You're lying. You're a closet uh, 
uh, sporty fan, I'm telling you. Uh, as Harley-Davidson discontinues the last Evo Sportster, old-school alternatives are ready to fill in the gap. Ah, the sight of that. Yeah, the sight of that. You know what? Actually, I took a lot of uh, video of my old sporties. You know what? I should put some up of China Doll uh, sitting on them and stuff like that in front of cornfields and stuff. And they're right on this paragraph. A uh, few motorcycle brands are as legendary as Harley-Davidson. You won't find the Hells Angels on gold wings. Uh, within the brand, the Evo Sportster is truly ironic. You got that right. They're a good base model for beginning riders. You know, the beginner riders, that was really the go-to for everybody to start learning riding because the old saying was don't go to a bagger, don't go with a freaking soft tail or something like that because if you didn't know how to ride, you're going to crash the damn thing. So why not go with the sporty? That was the whole thing. You know, I can remember hearing that. Oh, you crash a sporty, you know, you can still get it taken care of. You to tear it apart, get some aftermarket parts on that thing. And they were right about that. They were. They were right about that. Uh, it says here in 57 XL Sportsters were the smaller performance models for more spirited riders originally equipped with the 883 and uh, 1000 Ironhead Bay. Maybe Iron Head. They were updated in 1986 to the Evo that produces the sound that many associate with Harley. How many times I got to say it? The Evo is the best motor around. Best thing I think Harley Davidson ever made. You're not going to change my mind on that. I don't care what you have as far as all the trinkets and stuff on the M8 and then uh, this revolution that they're putting out uh, for that. But not going to have a falling. And you know what? The Sporty really did have it was a cult like following for this motorcycle. Everybody, you even if you were a part of club, you'd never see anybody with they had the sporties out in the field. That's because it was easy to work on. But look at this monstrosity. The Sportster S. Like I said, it looks like a Buell had sex with a sporty. You're crazy. I can't do nothing with that. I don't even have a base platform to do anything with that thing. So yeah, so all the guys are getting a little upset that they went to that thing. I guess bike building really ain't, uh, you know, too big anymore. But as far as they say, some of the stuff that can replace the sporty. Oh yeah, you got Royal Enfield. Who doesn't like a Royal Enfield? It's a badass bike. They got some great models coming out. These, I have to admit, are usually used in, say, India, uh, the Southeast Pacific uh, regions like that. Europe and uh, England are not real popular here in the States. But they did do a lot of work during World War II, baby. Just like Harley Davidson. So yeah, you got a Royal Enfield. I got the I guess they got the, a 350 out there and a 650 
it's kind of like the old Triumph uh, stuff with the 650 cc's. It they usually don't go any higher, and I don't understand why. Uh, then you got your BSA Nordens, but you know, <laughs> not the best uh, company as far as uh, staying in business and without people stealing stuff. And then you got uh, what is this uh, Bureau uh, Superior? This is the first one. I have to do some research on this one, but it looks like a Sportster S. It's not like you're getting anything really different. You sure uh, they didn't copy uh, Harley on their stuff? You know, just and then, of course, the Triumph and uh, Kawasaki's, baby. You know, Kawasaki's, like I said, the XS uh, 650s were and still are the easiest damn bike to work around if you want a chopper or a cafe racer. You know, they really took the mantle up with uh, the sporty. And then, of course, you got your Triumphs, man. Even the newer Triumphs, you can do something with. Where something like that Sportster S, you ain't getting nothing done with that model. No! It don't look right. You know, whoever... And I'm wondering. I am. I'm wondering if it's going to have any success. I don't know what harley was thinking but if they have success fine i know the pan america has the revolution uh engine in it it's seen a lot of success maybe it's just our taste as older guys that aren't into that maybe the younger generation are into the monstrosities and we're going to have to see how they take it when harley davidson puts this hardcore out there I'm talking all its backing, all that stuff. You know, I haven't really seen that many commercials that Harley-Davidson usually puts out for models. But we'll have to see where it goes. So what do you think about the end of an air? What do you think about them getting rid of the sporty that we know of? And going to this other thing. And would you consider, if you are a sporty-style lover... Besides getting every old one you can get right now. Going to something like a BSA Norden Triumph. Let me know. It'd be very interesting. We'll talk to you later. Rock on.